Hello everybody, I'm your host, Sean Saxon, and welcome to the first episode of the Create Stuff Podcast. I'm not going to say too much, I kind of introduced everything in the podcast itself, but I want to say real quick, this is streamed live on twitch.tv slash Saxon, and I'd really love to see you in chat sometime. Also, right at the beginning, there's a little bit of music in the background. This is the song Hot Tea in the Morning by Cosmo Remixes. They have given me personal permission to use their music for streams. Thank you for giving my podcast a chance. This is my first time ever trying to do something like this, and I honestly am pretty happy with the result. Please enjoy. The recording has been started, B. Recording has been started. Oh, okay, I'm gonna right. shut up then. So, I'm going to do an actual official intro, if you don't mind. Oh, oh, official? What are we, formal here? <laughs> yes, yes we are. This is a podcast oh. and I'm recording it. I'm recording it. Oh? It's gonna be recorded. Oh, and oh recorded my god, it's uploaded recording! To the internet and oh everything. I'm actually gonna mute you for it because you're being unruly. Okay. Alright. Mmm. <clears throat> Welcome to episode one of the Create Stuff podcast. I am your host, Sean Saxon, and today we have the guest, fanfiction writer, writer of uh, It's Always the Dead Who Harbor the Most Grudges, a dream SMP fanfiction. Can you count bees? Uh, I will now unmute them. You are now unmuted. Hello. Can you... Are you there? <laughs> uno momento, my... Uno momento, uno momento, por favor. Oh, gosh. Yeah, see, we run a professional stream here, in case you haven't noticed. Incredibly professional. Incredibly incredible. Sorry, my, my, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody yelled at me, and oh. I don't know what they wanted. But then, uh, they have not. They didn't respond. So I'm assuming it's just like a ghost. Oh. Of like the ghost that lives in the little. Uh, there's a little door in my basement bathroom that like leads in. I think it's like a tornado shelter space, mm -hmm. but it's really tiny. So I think like a little gremlin lives there. <laughs> I just. I, but that's why we just don't open the door. So it just can't come out and steal. No, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's who steals all my socks because I don't have any matching socks anymore. And my favorite socks were like, they're not there anymore, okay? So I'm pretty sure the gremlin has been stealing my socks and they've just been hiding in that little hole. <laughs> it makes me sad. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, hello. I am oh, man. the most professional person you'll ever meet. Most, oh, my gosh. Most logical. Oh, most, uh, the smartest, the one who always has the answers in life. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to hide my view count, because uh, that's annoying to see. And, uh... Yeah, alright. Well, B, let me just start by asking, how are you doing today? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a that's a good question. What, what, how am I feeling today? Too bad we'll never find I'm out the answer. Alright, anyways, uh, moving on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, then I guess we just don't want my answer. Alright, I need to get into, like, podcast mode rather than streaming mode. Okay, B, mode. let me just ask you, okay, so, what are you? What am I? As far as um, what, I, how the, how the, what the podcast cares about, I suppose. Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of like a, uh, I, 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 I'm a creator. I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how like professional fan fiction, professional fan fiction writer sounds. I don't feel like, <laughs> so I feel like just saying I'm, I, I'm, I'm a creator of, and lover of the arts and stuff like, and I know that's probably like way too formal for what I actually do, but um, I, I do have a, like, passion for writing and stuff, so I say I'm just, like, a creator, just like you are and stuff, just of a different medium mm -hmm, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, you're mm -hmm. a fanfiction writer, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I just rolled a d20. Okay. Damn. <laughs> What'd you get? This, we're just, 
gonna, I got a D, I got a, I got a natural 20. We're gonna have a good podcast. Dang. All right. Natural 20 to start the podcast off. I should start every podcast off with rolling a D20. Actually, that's a cool idea. <laughs> so you, one of these times you're gonna roll a natural one, and then it's just gonna be like the worst podcast ever. <laughs> watch, watch it happen, man. L- literally, I roll watch a one, it. and I like, I tell the guests, hey, you're out of here. I can't interview you under these conditions. I'm going on to the Cannot. next guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. All right. All right. If I roll a one, I, I, I just wasn't meant to interview you. God just doesn't want to. Oh, yeah. You simply... <laughs> it simply wasn't meant to be. The fates decided it so. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you write fan fiction, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, that's what I mainly do. I write, um... I write, like, more side projects off on the side, mostly just because they're not associated with any, like, um, pre-existing works of fiction i guess um i really only post fan fiction stuff because that's what a lot of people on the internet read when especially when it's associated with a form of media that's really popular i do have other things that i write though like actual like novels and ideas that i like expand and think about and try to plot out points but it's one of those things where it's like i can't draw from an already pre-existing piece of media mm-hmm. to get my ideas from and to get a world setting for and it's a really so basically what fan fiction is kind of for me in writing it is more of like a practice run on how i could actually write a good story or a novel one day so i guess that's just what i mainly do okay that's very interesting actually that gets into a few questions i was going to ask mm, very you can interesting. still ask them oh, i just no, i mean i probably will broad sense However, that, that's interesting. You that's, like, genuinely interesting. You better. I'm st- literally staring <laughs> at your questions right now. <laughs> As everyone I've I'll warn you. I have a few others I d- that I thought of that I didn't put on that list. Oh, well, that's kind of sad now, isn't it? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> no. It isn't. It's great. You're, I'm going to come completely out of the blue no. here. Uh, so, Pete, what, like... So you say you, well, why do you write fan fiction? Is it because you already have, like, this world to play off of, or is there something else to it? Um, that's, okay. I feel like when I do it, it's because ever since I was a little kid, I really liked writing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, kind of going back to my point with, like, I can, it's easier to write fan fiction than to write your own story, I guess, because you can already draw from that world and those characters and everybody kind of within that community knows who they are and stuff so i feel like that's why i write it and it's also because it's an interest thing with like if i'm really invested in this piece of media or this show or this book or whatever um then i get really attached to characters and then i get ideas and stuff from that and then eventually it just becomes a thing of oh i have these really cool ideas in my head why not write them down on a google doc and then eventually it becomes like a whole thing with, oh, now I'm really obsessed with this form or this storyline that I've created for myself, this alternate storyline within this specific universe and stuff. And so then I kind of just go off of that and then write my stuff, I guess. That's interesting. So why the dream, duh, yeah, why the dream SMP? You see, you see, Shane. All right, I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, number one, I have a holy trinity of what I write for, or uh-huh. what I have written for. Um, <laughs> my holy trinity, as it stands right now, um, it is Detroit Become Human, 
Mass MP, and the almighty 2015 king, uh, Undertale. That's that's my holy trinity, and I will tell you why this is my holy trinity of fanfiction. It's because those three pieces of like media or whatever, they have been uh, probably my top three most hyper-fixated stuff I've ever, like, been really, really invested in. Like, I was invested in, I don't know, right now I'm really invested in this one show called uh, Haunted. It's on Netflix. It's about, like, these uh, real-life stories or whatever about uh, these ghosts or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like, specific types of stuff, like the Detroit Become Human series, I was in that fandom for god knows how long and then i fell out of it and i actually got re actually like i like got back into it over quarantine um and had a whole thing with that and i actually did write it i wrote two series for it and neither of them were finished um and but they are on my ao3 page okay okay that's uh, interesting end up going back to them eventually the dream smp it's just one of those things where i kind of like i accidentally stumbled upon it and then I got really invested, and I started to really, really enjoy the, um, the like, storyline and the characters and stuff. And then, same with Undertale, really enjoyed the game, enjoyed a lot of the Let's Plays I watched. And so, but then it's also the point, it's also the fact that I get into the fandoms. Because with most stuff that I, like, get invested in, um, at least 75% of the time I don't get into the fandom. But with those three pieces i got into the fandom and then that's how i got pulled in uh to writing stuff for it so that that's kind of why i chose the dream smp as well as because i had such like an investment into the fandom and i was really like interested in how the storyline was going and whatnot and i eventually got the idea for um for it's the dead that harbor the most grudges uh book through that a couple months ago and then I was like oh let's write it down and then I wrote it down and then I posted it <laughs> so I mean that's pretty much why I mean there's really no huge thought process to it I guess it's more of just a coincidence and uh, situational uh, habits or whatever or or something I don't know so oh. that, that that's that's kind of like my explanation for it I guess Okay, interesting. So it's like, when you really like something, you just write about it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, again, it's only for, it's, those are the only three pieces, um, media that I've ever written for. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't written anything for, um, I'm actually, I really, really like Criminal Minds, and I really, really like, um, I, I, I did really like Supernatural for a while. However, I was never really invested into the fandom, therefore I did not write fanfiction for it. So it's really only stuff that I'm like heavily invested into the, cer the certain fandom for it that I, f that I feel the need to like write stuff about it or whatever. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so getting involved in the community is a big part of what inspires you. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, because you see all of these like awesome art pieces and you know all these awesome other ideas on like uh, social media instagram tiktok tumblr uh, amino i mean you see all of these really cool artistic um, adaptations and people making their own stuff and then you get your own ideas from it you know and so um actually funny story the way i actually came up with the the original um idea behind it's the dead that Arbor harbor the most grudges 
Um, it was originally I saw a TikTok. Um, hold on, I'm actually gonna get their handle because I have their handle written down on the <laughs> on the thing. Okay. okay. I'm I'm not letting them I'm not letting them go uncredited, Shane. I I absolutely cannot because they are the whole inspiration for everything I have written. I think I actually um, remember you sending this to me a long time ago when you first started this. I did, I did, because I think I explained to you the concept that I had. I'm sure you did. Behind the entire thing. Yeah. I probably didn't, you probably just forgot. Um, <laughs> their, their TikTok is, sna is Snap Art, which is S-N-A-P-P uh, underscore art underscore, and their Twitter is the same handle, just a capital S. So, yeah, so Snap Art they posted a TikTok, and they're an artist. Uh, it was of a revived Wilbur, and this was way before uh, Revive Burr was even, like, a thing in canon now, because I know he's a thing in canon right now. Before but you go on, let me interrupt you real quick. Sorry. I feel like we might have some listeners who don't know what the Dream SMP is. Do you think you could explain that in your own <laughs> words? Um, 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 well... <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to be here for five hours? Um, okay. I'll give, I'll give a brief, very brief explanation. Do you want me the to do it? SMP... <laughs> no, no, no. I can. Okay, I think okay. I can do it. I think. I think I can. I think I can dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> the dreams. The dream SMP is a Minecraft roleplay. Don't kill me. <laughs> it's on. It's on a bunch of different people's uh, YouTube's. There's a ton of people involved with it. It's streamed on Twitch a lot. There's a lot of really really complicated and convoluted lore it sometimes it makes absolutely no sense there was a <laughs> there was a there was a crazy a man of the country who had <laughs> are you okay are you having a stroke do you need help he had he had, he had sex with a salmon and then he had oh. gave birth to a fox oh <laughs> okay so, all right Okay, okay, alright, calm, calm down, died, beast. And then he died, and then he died by his own father hands. <laughs> and his, his father had uh, birthed him from a Samsung smart fridge, if I understand correctly. Yeah, his mom is a Samsung smart fridge. Okay, so, okay, to give the audience a better explanation, the Dream SMP is a collaborative roleplay, Minecraft roleplay server that is heavily scripted. It's a really cool, collaborative, uh, creative project with a bunch of different, very popular Twitch streamers in it who are also really good actors. They have a really interesting story going on, and a lot of people have become very invested in it, especially people that have loved these Twitch streamers ever before they joined the Dream SMP. Uh, the story has become so, like, well-made and interesting to us, like, the viewers of the Dream SMP, that the community around it has become extremely vibrant and inspired a lot of people to make works about it uh such as can you camp bees here yes or endless bees i go by endless bees as well because that's a shorter version of can you count bees because you can't they're endless <laughs> okay anyways i am curious about where the name comes my from whole... but i'm going to bring that up later oh 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 do i have a story for you <laughs> when i'm that sure comes you do up. i'm sure you do let's uh let's stay on the topic of the fan fiction for now though so okay, okay. Can you tell us what the plot of uh, It's Always the Dead Who Harbor the Most Grudges is? Okay, so can I say what the original plot was going to be, and then can I say what it is right now? Of course. Okay, so the original plot was it was going to be a one-shot fic of it was literally just going to be 
um, Wilbur, and it actually in the first draft it did not have uh Canon it didn't have Canon Schlatt like at all. He was an afterthought, um, for when I wrote it. Uh, so basically it it was gonna be a one shot, and it was just gonna be Wilbur getting revived, um. And it was going to be him basically going into the prison and, you know, <laughs> giving Dream a piece of his medicine, you know, because some shit happened. And But right now what the story is, is um, it now centers around, uh, uh, and just for, just, just to preface right uh, real quick, every character in my story is the canonical version that is in the Dream SMP. This is not about the creators themselves. This is not about the uh, this is not about the streamers. These are their mm -hmm. characters specifically. I want to preface that because I know there's a lot of confusion when it comes to this. Uh, so getting that out of the way. Um, the original the plot that's going on right now is uh, uh, Wilbur and Schlatt I basically went through their entire backstories uh died but then they had but then they got the chance to see what happened after they died so they basically had to watch another war go a play out they had to watch their family and friends get hurt get manipulated and stuff so they obviously they come to terms with like they weren't good people you know and they want to try again and they're really mad at themselves but they're also really really mad at some other people who have wronged family and friends and so basically when they get revived they um they're very mad but they're and they want vengeance for their for their family and stuff and for the things that have been done wrong unto them that they couldn't stop so that's basically where the title comes from with it's always the dead that harbored the most grudges because it really is them harboring a lot of grudges against people uh, hurting their family and friends, I guess. So, like, that's the general plot. I can't really get into it without accidentally spoiling stuff, because I tend to do that. No, but, I get you. Um, that's I why that's you, good you enough. Keep, yeah, that's why I try to keep things vague, but um, I really, I, I do really enjoy writing for it. It's fun. It's yeah. not fun. Oh my god. Last, <laughs> um, if, if you'll let me, if you'll, if you'll just let me uh, real quick have a, have a little side note, little digression here. Go on, go um, on. Chapter six. That was my most recent thing. I just uh, got out for the for the thing. I cried a total of seven times writing it, and it was it was mostly that's why it also took so long to get out was because it was just really emotionally draining for me because it was specifically the beginning of it and towards the end. The middle part was okay. I could write that without getting teary eyed because it was mostly just some other stuff with it, um, but was specifically the beginning and the ending that really made me like emotional and stuff and i feel like that's good you know that you're caught you know that mm -hmm. i feel like you know that your writing is good if you're crying while you're writing it and stuff but it also that's why it also took me so long to get out because i had to take breaks and stuff because if i had tried to push through it then it would have been just a word blob mess so but yeah that's that yeah, it's it's a very emotionally heavy story as well. So I try to preface every chapter with like warnings and stuff because I do get into a lot of heavy topics. Well, not a lot, but I get into a couple heavy topics that you know people need to be aware of so they don't accidentally stumble upon something and be like, oh, I did, I wasn't expecting this, you know, because I'd feel bad. But 
I get you. Uh, I get yeah, you. Yeah, that's pretty much. That actually leads into a question I wanted to ask you. So, as you said, this this uh, story can really uh, cause people to experience some emotions. Can really get people so invested that, like, even if the writer is crying, it has to be some pretty strong stuff. How do you like feel about incorporate uh, making people feel emotion from your writing? Well, as my good friend um, Ari says, um, I'm ruining middle schoolers' lives right now. And you know me, I am. I am. I am. I truly am. Um, no, I feel like with emotion, <laughs> for, for reference, uh, audio listeners or anybody listening to, the, uh, sh- uh, listening to it right now, Ari is Shane's cousin. And so he can just imagine Ari saying that to me because it is definitely something Ari would say. Very Ari, very Ari of him. But, um, yeah, uh, I've actually experienced this outside of fanfiction writing. I had a a contest that I had submitted some works to uh, that I had wrote personally. Uh, And they got in and I got to watch the live stream of it because it was during COVID, so I couldn't go there and watch it live. But um, I had watched it on a live stream, and I went to school the next day because it was a school one. It was like a school event or whatever. But it was really cool because both of my submitted works got in, so I was really happy about that. But I go to school the next day, and I'm talking to somebody who was in the production of it, um, and I was talking to her, and she said, "Oh, what did you write for it?" Because I had mentioned it, and I said, "Oh, I wrote the um, I wrote uh, the last dance because that was the one that was the one work." And then the second one was called Father Dearest. And so she said, you wrote Father Dearest? And I said, yeah, yeah, I did. Why? And so she proceeds to tell me that first actor who we got assigned to, she had to give it to another actor because she could not handle it. Because it was really, because it made her cry. Like, and, oh. I, and I felt bad because I, I actually knew the person who, who cried. And then... The next actor cried every single rehearsal while performing it, and then while I was watching the live stream, I could hear her voice cover, and I was like, ah! But the thing was, is that it was good, because it obviously got that emotional response. Um, I feel like when writing can get you that sort of emotional emotional response, because you really can only get that uh, when you're watching like a movie or a show, but if you can get that through written word... I feel like you've done something, and especially when it's relatable feeling, because uh, the work that I had written and it had made those people cry, um, it wasn't because it was like, oh, so terrible, angsty, you know, all this. No, it was about, um, it was about absent parenting, and it was the feelings associated with that. Um, in the form of a poem, in the form of letters, and it obviously sparked a like a a felt emotion within those people because we share those emotions together. You know, it obviously hit home for them. So I feel like when you have that mutual feeling, and you're able to you know have that response to it, have that same response from a different person who didn't write it. I feel like that's really good as well. Like, you feel bad, obviously, but you also feel like, damn, my writing was so good and also really relatable that it made somebody, you know, feel as deeply as I did about it, you know? So I like I do enjoy 
when I get emotional responses from my work because then I feel accomplished like my point was made yeah I think that's really incredible I think um honestly any piece of media I've ever consumed that was able to make me feel any emotion really strongly like especially things that may have that have made me cry I think that's extremely valuable like I enjoy crying over a piece of media because it means it just feels good to be touched in that certain way you know I think that's really because because you, you get a because it strikes it, yeah. Because it strikes a chord within you that you didn't think would get striked. in again, uh, written word is a, I, in my opinion, is a lot harder to convey those certain and convey those certain emotions and get a response like that. Because in movies and in shows, you're able to like see it, but with uh, written works, you can't really because it's just words on a page and you have to use your imagination and stuff so um i feel like i feel like it's it's especially an accomplishment when a uh, book or whatever is able to make you do that and get that emotional response right i totally agree because like with um with the formats like movies or video games they have a lot of different things to work with to make you cry not just like the words and the dialogue they also have the the art and uh the music in the background you know I think mm, those the visuals can... and the lighting and all these. Yeah, 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 they can really invoke some emotions. But I, I think I agree with you. It's a lot harder to do it through uh, the written word, and I think it makes it really valuable when you're able to do that. So yes, yes, yes. How about we uh, switch the topic over to like more of your writing process? I think a lot of people would like to know about that. God, you don't want to know what my writing process is. <laughs> okay, um. Writing process, what do you want to know, uh, specifically? Because I have... I, you got anything specific for me about my writing process? Or do you want me just to um, kind of explain my thought process when I write things or how I plot out stuff? I think I'd like to hear uh, how you, your thought process and how you plot out stuff, actually. That sounds interesting. Oh, God. Okay, so my thought process... Actually, no, I'm going to go into plotting stuff first because that delves into my thought process. So, have you... I think I've shown you my outlines before for stuff. Have I ever... Did I show you the outline? Oh, yes, you for, did. Uh, uh, so, you, so uh, do you want to... Do, do you remember? I actually don't remember what it said. I do remember that it was extremely outrageous and that uh, a lot of people... <laughs> well, let me tell you all. Let me tell you all, um, you fans of uh, B's current work, you have something coming. And it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I don't remember what it is, <laughs> but I remember that it's interesting. Oh, God. Anyways, moving on. So, but no, my, uh, my plotting <laughs> process, my plotting process, you almost spoiled my goddamn book. I'm going to kill you. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, but, um, no, my, my plotting process is really, uh, it, it's my brain. That that's it. It's it's literally just my brain thrown up onto a Google Doc. So, uh, when I was plotting out uh, the dead that harbored the most grudges, it and I went back and I edited it and I added stuff uh, along the way when I got more ideas or I changed or I or I changed my mind on something <laughs> that was gonna come up later and I was like, oh, okay then. But I basically just it's my it's my immediate thought down on a page. And then I go back and I rework it, but it, it has no sense of uh, 
there there is no grammar there's barely any periods within it there's a lot of <laughs> spelling mistakes because it's like my brain because I, I type fast whenever i'm trying to get my ideas out so that i don't forget them and it's really long and convoluted and then when I have to go back and edit stuff, um, then I have to go and delete stuff, but then it's just like, the process of me trying to read through my, like, terrible, terrible grammar structure, and then, like, fit in my other ideas, um, and then when I'm trying to make, uh, and then when I'm doing, like, chapter stuff, because right now on my, uh, on the fic, it says 14 chapters in total, but I only have six out, well, that's because I number my chapters beforehand, and I plop in the chapter ideas within those, uh, in within that certain chapter, I plot in the ideas that I want to happen within that chapter, and that's really? basically how I plot stuff out. So um, you've actually planned everything out for like the entire novel, then? Oh, oh, it's oh my god, yes, everything is planned. I know exactly what's going to happen and how it's going to end, and how everything is going to come together and whatnot. I know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, in chapter 7 and I know exactly what's going to happen in chapter 14 I know exactly what's happening on chapter 14 is the same as that I know exactly what's going to happen in the second series so second series uh, second series is the continuation of this plotline it has it's divided into two series because the first series right now is leading up to a very specific event um, and then it's going to cut off there it's going to devolve into a second series and then that's going to be the end game of the entire uh, uh, two-part series. Because I, I had stated that within the series summary. I said, this is going to be a two-part series. Um, stay tuned. So, like, um, it, it's not ending at 14 chapters, everyone. It is, it's going into a second series. But, um, yeah, that's basically, like, my plotting out stuff. And then you wanted to know what my writing process was. I would or, love to hear that. Like, that would be very interesting love to, to hear. hear. Um, well, it depends. Uh, so I don't write... I, I try not to write every day, because I feel like if I write every day, I'm going to get burnout. So right, I try fair. to write when I feel like I need to, or whenever I feel like I want to. Um, I can only write under very... For some reason, I can only really write under very specific conditions. Like, if it is too cold in my basement, I'm not writing. If it is, if I am too hot, I am not writing. Like, it's it's very weird and specific. Um, I have to I have to be like completely comfortable. Um, my my lights, like my lights in my basement, there has to be a very specific switch that has to be turned off. Um, mm -hmm. Very OCD about it. Uh, so, but once I get into like the writing mood. Um, I can write anywhere from, like, I don't know, like, 2,000 to 5,000 words in one sitting. That is uh, And that takes me, well, it's actually not when you figure that it takes me, like, five hours to do, like, five, like, it feels like so much time passes when I only get, like, a thousand words done. Um, when I was writing, and that's why, I, and then that's how I end up usually pulling all-nighters to finish chapters because eventually I get to a point where I'm like okay the ending is about 2,000 to 3,000 words away and it's 3 in the morning am I gonna stop? no! and so then I pull an all nighter <laughs> and I get it done and I'm like god damn it I am so tired and then I either I post it then I 
crash and don't wake up until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, or I say, okay, let's be reasonable, close the, close the computer, uh, lay my head down, and then immediately open up back the computer and post it, because no, we're not doing that shit, and then we pass <laughs> out until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, I mean... <laughs> So, I mean, it's like, it, it's very, um, it's definitely not healthy for me sometimes the way I write, but I try to make sure I don't, I don't overwork myself or I don't let myself, uh, lose sleep over it. I try to be very conscientious of how much time I'm putting into it or how late it's getting, especially if I'm in, like, the middle of a chapter or I'm just, like, starting it and it's, like, I started at, like, 8 o'clock and then it's now, it's, like, 2 in the morning. Um, and I've only gotten, like, maybe, like, a full, one, like, one-fourth of the way through, and I'm, and then I'm like, okay, well, we're only one-fourth of the way through, we're not even halfway, we're not even towards the end, let's just, let's just pause, you know, save our thoughts for later, close the thing, go back to bed, and then open it up 30 minutes later because I can't sleep, so, I mean, no, not actually, but I go to, I go to bed, and I try to, like, manage my time wisely, but... A lot of the times it's in spurts, and I forget to write for, like, a week. <laughs> so, I mean, there's just those weeks where I just, I don't feel like writing, and that's okay. No, I completely honestly. get you. As long as, as, long as you're ha happy with the work you create and whatnot, or how much, how long it takes you to create, then that's your, you know, personal thing. And then that's just how I write, really. Um, for Chapter 6, I rewrote it five times. And I'm not kidding when I say I rewrote it five times because I, I couldn't. You can't get and you can't get to point B when you don't have a point A. And I didn't have my point A uh, when I started chapter six because in chapter five there was this there was a thing that happened um, with Tubbo that wasn't planned. I had not planned for it. Um, it actually it was it it was not and still is not in the outline. Um, of the book, I literally wrote it as like a spur spur of the moment thing, and I don't regret it. I honestly really like how it was handled because it helps help me get to another point that I wanted to get to, still staying on track with the plot with like the plot points, but um, was d d diverged enough to where I could get to get to that point where I could meet make the two lines meet. But I didn't have my point A starting off for chapter six or yeah starting off for chapter six because of that which kind of sucked because then it, that's why it took me so long because i was rewriting it constantly but i finally got an idea um about two weeks in and i was like okay that's cool and i wrote it down on a sticky note and then it stayed on my computer for about five more days and then i finally started writing it and i was like oh, this is so good this is so good and then i started crying so i mean it was <laughs> just a mess it was a complete mess but i mean i got it done and i'm really proud of it so well congrats on finally getting it done i suppose jeez man oh my god it was it was a it was a whole month of me just being like i need to get this out and then me Pulling a whole oh my gosh, it's a squirrel out the window, and then ignoring my problems for like another day. <laughs> so I mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that actually brings up a question. You said like, do you feel a sense of urgency when you're writing? Like you need to get this out on a certain time? No, not particularly all the time. Chapter six was one of those moments where I was like, okay, I'm sitting down and I'm finishing this no matter what, uh, because mm -hmm. it had been a month, and I don't really like. I understand, like, some 
works take time, and sometimes they will take longer than you expect. But I feel like, with Chapter 6 specifically, I had been taking too long, and I had been putting it off a lot. Um, and that was also because I had some stuff going on in my life, my personal life, that was, like, affecting that as well, affecting my worth ethic and whatnot. Um, and that's completely fine, but I feel like, because I don't, I usually like to try to at least get the chapters out within a two to three week schedule, and it had been a month since I had posted, uh, for, for It's the Dead That Harbor the Most Grudges, so I didn't want to be waiting any longer, I didn't want people to wait any longer, so I felt urgent with that kind of one, but otherwise, no, I don't really feel a sense of urgency to get stuff out, really, it's more of a thing where I have to take my own time with my writing, because if I don't, and I try to rush stuff, a lot of the times, it will turn out to be a whole mess, and I don't really want that. I want it to be, want it to be methodical, and I want it to be not deep, I guess, because I don't like when I, when I, when I personally call my own works deep, because then I feel like that's more of like a pride thing, and I don't like want to mm-hmm. come off as like, oh, my my stuff is deep and whatnot. But it's more of just like I want the emotion to be there. So if I have to be slow with it, okay, that's fine. No, there's really no sense of urgency when it comes to me writing and uploading stuff, really. Okay, I think that's definitely healthy. I think that's uh, it's definitely good not to have a sense of urgency. So, the it's always the dead that who harbor the most grudges. You've built a bit of a, a community around this on Discord. How do you feel about like this community and just uh, the community around it in general? Just a wee, just just a wee bit. Um. You know, I really like it, um, it's nice. I really, honestly, I wasn't expecting it to get so big as it has. I mean, it's not as big as something like Passerine, or something as big as something like, um, Tommy Innit's, uh, Unbeatable Method of not- I forget what it's fucking called, it's such a good book, but, (laughs) like, it's nothing like that, where it just has a lot of stuff behind it, and honestly, I do not care. Um, I am so (laughs) thankful for how- um, big this a big my work has gotten that I don't need to compare myself to another one because just because I was I, I was blessed enough to to get to get to where I am right now um, but I, I honestly really like my small community uh, especially on discord I only have I have a couple people who only really have like a couple people who are like really really active and that I that I talk to a lot but I really, really appreciate them. I appreciate the little sense of community we have going on in the Artist Hive. Uh, I love helping out other uh, creators with like art block or writer's block. You know, we all talk about ideas. We mm-hmm. get tips from each other. You know, we try. We have chill sessions sometimes. I need to plan another one of those where we all just sit in a VC with Groovy and kind of do stuff and chill uh, with like quietly writing or drawing or literally doing whatever but just coexisting with each other really helps uh, get that process down but i really i really enjoy it um it's 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 kind of it's a little weird for me because i've never had something as big as this happen but um i just i it's enjoyable and i like talking to the people who read it and getting their feedback and seeing their reactions to stuff so it's it's just satisfying i guess I get that. That's nice. That's nice. I really like the I really like uh, the artist hive too. The Discord server you have, and 
I'm pretty active there myself, and I have to say, everyone's really nice. It's really cool to talk to other writers and artists. You you just bully me. I you just bully, bully me in your little active. in your little editor and your little and your little <laughs> editor your little editor uh, sir and your little editor channel. You post stuff. And you're like, look at what B did wrong. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, just, okay, look, it's man. Just, listen, guys. Listen, guys. It's just it's literally just Sean bullying me the entire time. It's not funny. He makes fun of me, and it's not funny. He's so mean. Okay, for context. For context, I am B's editor. I edit their like stories not before they post them because they're impatient and uh can't wait for me you're just slow oh oh all right this is this is the end of the podcast everybody i need to talk to be privately (laughs) no no you're right i am slow i'm very very slow i promise i'll do it eventually you're just busy you're a busy man you're a busy big man yes yes big busy man so (laughs) so uh what do you why do you use AO3 rather than like Wattpad or fanfiction.net? Oh god. Okay, so <laughs> I have a thing with Wattpad. Um I okay, I'll, I'm just going to get out this way. I don't know what fanfiction.net is. I'm pretty sure that's an old person site. What? Um, Excuse me. Oh, no, no offense. No offense to anybody who uses fanfiction.net. As someone who doesn't say. use fanfiction.net, I'm extremely offended. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um I have a thing with Wattpad. Um Wattpad has it um a couple years ago it was completely fine. I was fine with using Wattpad because um it hadn't been so monetized and like you get to buy gems. But as soon as soon as they had a pay to read thing, I was off of that site so quick. Really? I'm telling you what. Like I was fine with the ads. The ads were fine on the thing, but now it's like a it's a whole like pay to read um Premium membership, have these little coins so you can buy these stories you can read on freaking, or that you can probably buy at Dollar General type shit. And it's just made me mad. I don't like Wattpad, and I will stand by that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's so monetized, and, you know, it's just unenjoyable, really um to like look at to read i mean i'm i'm not hating on anybody who uses it uh you can use whatever you like um i really i will have no problem with you it's just i personally have a problem with the website itself and i don't like the way it's run i don't like the way that um stuff is tiered up and whatnot and yeah it's just a really that thing but i and i but i do love people who use it who write stuff and who are able to express themselves on wattpad because i understand ao3 also has its issues and has its quirks as well i'm not saying ao3 is like the best fan fiction website there is out there because it's not it it has its problems and i do have my uh i do have my little irks and bits about it but uh, Wattpad, in general, in my opinion, is just too monetized, and it's it's just aggravating to look at. But with AO3, um, it's very open. Um, it's you don't have to pay for anything. There's ads, really? There is no ads. Yeah, there's no ads on the website. Really? Um, it's kind. It's very easy. To... Oh yeah, it's very. E- in my opinion, it's easy to navigate once you get it down. Um, it's, but my only problem with AO3 is just how open it is, uh, cause you can find fuck shit on there. I mean, 
some of the stuff I've seen, I don't have my filters on, is like horrendous. And I really? will not defend it for that because yeah, AO3 is open, but it's not moderated in any of this, any kind of the sense of the or any in any mm -hmm. sense of the word, it's not moderated. Like how Wattpad pro is, because Wattpad can be open, but you can't, but it's definitely moderated. Stuff gets reported and shit. But on AO3, it's it's a it's like anarchy here. <laughs> like you can like you can find really good stuff. I mean, there are so many good creators and great fan fictions and so many good works of fiction mm -hmm. on that site but god help you if you do not know how to use the filters because you will find fuck shit like no matter where you go wow. um like, no I... matter what fandom you go to but it, again that's not all it is like that's a very small part of ao3 and as long as you know how to use filters you're good but that again, actually brings I'm up like a, to... a larger question i want to ask you actually sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but I no, want to no, ask you. I want to ask you what you actually think about um, that kind of that kind of stigma around fan fiction. A lot of people, when they hear fan fiction, a certain idea of like a certain kind of writing pops into their mind. We all know what you're talking about. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about that? What have your experiences with the stigma stigma been in the past? Um, I don't know because I feel like fan fiction for me, it's always just been like, um stuff you read, you know, that already has a pre-existing world behind it. I feel like when people hear the word fanfiction nowadays, they're like, oh, okay, it's just stories. But then you also have those people who, like, you know, live under a rock um, and still think fanfiction is just, like, smut and whatnot, you know, self-inserted <laughs> stuff so you can have, you know, sex with uh, characters from a show or whatnot. But, no, um, I feel like the stigma around fanfiction... Uh, it can be very deteriorating for people who actually are creating quality stuff in the community or creating quality stuff from their own community, and it puts down those writers as, as well. Because I, in my opinion, fan fiction is a great tool to learn how to write. Um, mm -hmm. and it helps you get get down the rules and like how to have better grammar structure. You steadily get you steadily improve more and more as time goes on um so yeah i feel like the stigma behind fan fiction really puts down newer writers uh who are like oh i have these really cool ideas and stuff but like as soon as they say oh i write fan fiction then you know you get you're like oh so you write you write smut and stuff and it's like no no i i literally just write you know fun alternate what if this happened, you know? So I feel like it should be respected more in a sense. I literally explained what fan fiction was to my grandma because she was in, because she, because, oh God. Okay, so she <laughs> FaceTimes me and she's like, hey, what have you been doing? And I'm like, oh, I've been writing. And she's like, oh, what have you been writing? And I said, oh, I've been writing this little thing and posting it on this website, you know, it's pretty cool. And she's like, what is it? And so then I had to explain to her what fan fiction was. And then I had to explain the Dream SMP to her. And she was like, Okay, can I read it? And I said, okay. So now I have to like, put it into a Google. So now I have to put it into a Google Doc and send it to her. Oh my gosh, you're sending oh your grandma God. your story. Oh, I'm so sorry. She wants, she wants to read it, and she's really nice. And she's like, because I had to explain to her like all the stuff that went behind it. And she was like, oh, that's really cool, sweetie. Can I read it? I'm really interested. And I'm like, Grandma, you're not going to get it. And she's like, sweetie, I don't care. And I'm like, okay. 
my grandma. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my struggle. I'm hoping she'll forget about it, but I have to go see her in July. So I'm really hoping she forgets about it because I really don't want her to come up to me one day while I'm spending the while I'm spending my vacation with her. Her be like, "Hey, do you remember when you told me about that thing you were writing?" And I'm like, "Oh God, oh no, oh shit." <laughs> Oh because my god! Because and I and I warned her. I said, "Grandma, I don't write about like fun stuff. I write. I I'm very. I'm a very deep person. I I'm not a deep person. I'm a very emotional person. I write about a lot of heavy topics." And she said, "Oh, it's okay. I've read. I've read some pretty funny books." And I said, "Grandma, no. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, no. Oh my gosh." <laughs> It just makes me so. It, it makes me laugh, honestly, because it, it and it's really. It makes me happy that she's like that supportive, where she's mm -hmm. like, "I'll read it even if I don't understand it." So. <laughs> well, it's really nice to have such a supportive grandma. Yeah, she's very lovely. I love her. Mhm. Mm okay. Well, that's honestly nice. <laughs> it's, I I know I've had my parents ask me if they could read my writing, even like the fan fiction that I've written in the past, and I have. <laughs> oh gosh, coming up with excuses is difficult. <laughs> You're like, mm, well, actually, it's not finished, and oh, wait, my computer just fell into the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops! I actually just deleted it all. Looks like you can't read it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> uh, damn. I just I just wiped my entire computer with a whole virus. Uh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just threw it out a window. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, let me think. What else do I want to ask? Um. Well, what advice do you have for others out there who might want to write fan fiction themselves? Um. Wait. You won't. Um, <laughs> uh, really, uh, it's really just a go put yourself out there, dude. If you okay, got an idea, do I it. I think your voice actually cut out there when you said do it, so it just sounded like you said you won't. <laughs> you won't. You won't. No, For the record, B no. definitely meant to say do it, you won't, as if that was a challenge, not you won't, as in you're never going to do it. <laughs> uh, no, Don't do it. No more competition. No more competition. Don't no, write no, fan fiction. No, 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 shut up. Shut I'm the streamer Ludwig. That you want to be a streamer? Don't stop. I don't want competition. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> um, no, do it. Like if you have an idea, like don't let it stop you being like, oh well, I think it's too niche and no one's gonna like it. Stop it. No. <laughs> stop being doubtful. Do it. Bet you won't. Honestly, like that's how you have to like you have to get over yourself. I guess. Um, I had to go over. I had to go over myself with the writing fanfiction because um i had a lot of ideas i just wasn't confident enough to be like oh let's put it in a google doc and write it and post it on the internet um just do it if you have an idea you know and you think and not even no not even because sometimes people are like oh i don't think it's good enough no it is good enough okay you have an idea you have it all in your head i know you're making up animatics in your head listening to your <laughs> little playlist buddy all right write it bet you won't put it out there you're oh, probably God, really good out. and you just don't realize it all right so do it okay you have wonderful ideas and you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't put them out there because you need because your brain is telling you not to do it except if it's like fucked up 
<laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Though. Okay, Please yeah, yeah. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. <laughs> but, but other than that, do Already it. enough of that out there. Yes, I challenge you. Do it. Put yourself out there. Get over yourself. Uh, you'll do great, and um, it, it'll help. I Honestly, it will help. That's awesome. Yeah, it really helps you get better at writing. Like, I started writing fanfiction, and I have to say, I think I've gotten a lot better from it. Like, genuinely. Yes. It's insane the amount you will grow from just starting writing fanfiction. And, uh, I mean, part of why I think starting, like, with fanfiction is such a good idea is because your work is derived from another pre-existing work, so you don't have to build, like, these characters and these worlds, which is an amazing experience for a writer. But when you're just starting out, sometimes it's good to have, like, sort of a template. However, uh, that kind of brings me into a different topic. Something, uh, I was actually talking to someone at work today, and they were wondering about this too, and I was talking about this podcast to them. So, fanfiction, like, as a medium, is by nature derived from other words, other works. You'd agree with that? Um, yeah, it is. That's that's pretty much what fanfiction is. Okay. Um, it just depends on how much you're deriving from it. Because sometimes you're using the characters directly and you're using the direct storyline. Other times you're making just alternate reality, um, alternate universes, which are called AUs of that, um, of that, of that template. And you're still using the characters. You're just in a different setting, you know. And then that's how you make your own stories, basically. Um, so an alternate universe. Literally. Sorry, uh, real quick. You... Okay, yeah, go ahead. Let me say this real quick. An alternate universe would be like uh, in the Dream SMP if Wilbur came back from the dead rather than, you know, staying dead. Actually, wait, he did that. Hold on. Wait, no, that's no, a bad no, example. No, no. That's a bad example. Um, in AU, uh, like, in if, AU, um, like if a character died tried... that didn't die in the actual series, what would happen? That's an alternate universe because something that did not actually canonically happen did happen, and now you're writing about well, what it would actually... be like. That actually goes more towards my first one, where it's like you you're basically taking the characters, taking the storyline, and doing like a what if situation. The second one that you're talking about, um, AUs tend to deal more with you're taking the characters, except you're putting them in different settings. So like a coffee oh. shop AU. Oh, a, um, I see, I see. High school AU, all those different ones, like those are AU AUs types things. And then there's the third one that really isn't used all that much. Um, or at least from my perspective, it isn't used all that much, where you're taking basically the world and you're creating your own characters for it. And sometimes it's a, it's, sometimes it's a self-insert, sometimes it's not, and you're just creating characters for that setting, and then you're creating your own plotline from that. Um, that one I haven't seen much, uh, ever, honestly. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much like the three versions that I can come up with. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more out there. I mean, I think I can think of a yeah. fourth version, but we don't need to talk about that one. Oh, don't even. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's yeah. There's just so many different ways you can do it and whatnot. But yeah, that's pretty much what the definition is. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. That's actually a really interesting definition. All right. So what I was going to ask about uh, it being like derived from other works. Do you feel like that devalues fan fiction as a medium at all? Do you yeah. feel like it's like on par with real like classic like novel writing and just writing in general? It the only reason why I say it kind of devalues it is because I don't want to come out I really don't want to come off as an asshole but mm-hmm. like 
The reason why I say it devalues it uh, just a wee bit is because it is coming from an already pre-existing piece of media, and you're taking the characters that already exist, and you may be changing their personality, or you may be like doing headcanons of them, or headcanon personality versions of them, but you're still taking from it, and you're not creating your own world or your own characters and stuff. You, you know, you're taking from it, and so it just devalues it slightly. I'm not saying that some works of fiction created with, created by fan fiction writers are not on par with novel successes, because no. I think there are fi there are fics out there that deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> like, like there, there are just some of them that I'm like, Jesus Christ, you need to be the bestseller list, please. Because it's like that good, but it it and it it is really sad to think about it. But yeah, it does devalue it just a little bit, um, especially because most of the time you can't make money off of it because it is coming from a pre-existing piece of media. And by trying to monetize off of it, um, by publishing it or anything, you can get copyright claimed or you can get sued for it mm -hmm. um, in some cases concerns. because legal concerns surrounding it. So that. So yeah, it does devalue it just a slight bit, and especially because it also devalues the creator themselves because they can't make money off of it, you know? Like, it may be, like, this novel-worthy, like, so well-written, it's, like, a banger of a uh, novel, it's just, it's so good, but they can't make money off of it. It could be so popular, but they can't make money off of it directly. They can probably make money off of it on Patreon or whatnot. Actually, that but... was something I wanted to ask you about. How how do you feel about making money off of like fan fiction, and would you want to do it? And if so, how? Go for it. Uh, that to your first for, to your first question. Go for it. Make get bank. All right. Uh, take take all the middle schoolers' money. All right. Um, <laughs> get their lunch money. Take their lunch, <laughs> take their lunch money. <laughs> um, yeah, like go for it. Get take like if you have a good enough. Thing and you have a big enough fan base go for it make money bet you won't um <laughs> me personally um i don't think i will honestly um this is more of a fun creative project for me in all honesty i would probably only really want to make money off of stuff i write if it was my own original work mm -hmm. it wasn't fan fiction because i feel like it, it just does better it makes me feel better and i'm not and I am definitely not putting down anybody who does make money off writing fanfiction because you are getting that bag and I look up to you. Please teach me how. But, like, um, no, it's like, I, I, I don't feel as if I should have the right to make money off of my own stuff I write, uh, fanfiction-wise. But, Interesting, um, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, get your bank if you can make money off of writing fanfiction. And I won't be doing it <laughs> because I don't feel like I should or that I need to because it is a creative project for me and it's like a fun little activity. And I feel like if I were to put a monetary price on it, I would lose interest. Okay, that's interesting. Um, that's interesting. Fat. So, so would you like something that I personally believe is that a lot of people say if you work and like if your work is what you love that you'll never work a day in your life but i personally believe if your work is what you love it will just become work and it, you will not love it anymore do you agree with that um 
like a published Couldn't author. Go along with the idea. It's like when you're a published okay. author, it's just it's not you're not making it out of the the love of it anymore. You're making it because you need money, you know. And then it just uh, you get you can't put as much creativity into it, and now you have to do it. It's not something you want to do anymore. Like, do you um, feel that way at all? I I kind of kind of disagree with that just a little bit. I feel really? like yeah, your work is what you love. Um, and I feel like you don't have to work a day in your life when you love that. Um, I feel like it becomes <laughs> like what you said when you get restricted by like a publishing company or something or like your own editor who's like we can't have apps because it'll anger the karens of the world or whatever mm-hmm. um the white <laughs> the white mom karens it, it will <laughs> anger all of them but um uh yeah i feel like that's when it gets to that point but it, i feel like burnout is also a problem with like you write so fast and so much that eventually your brain just can't handle it and you burn out and you don't feel like writing for it anymore because you feel like it's a chore which is when you have to step back, take a break, and then come back to it when you're ready and you're not so burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're working, you you can't take that break because you gotta feed your like family and stuff. Well, yeah, I feel like when you're a professional, um, when you when you're a published author and you're and writing is your job, then yes, that is your work. However, if you're writing for something that you really that you love and that you've created and you've put a ton of time into, I don't feel like it becomes a work anymore. I feel like it is something that you are passionate about and whatnot. And it should, if it is starting to feel like work, then it's not your, it's not your product anymore. It's not your love anymore. Um, It's not what you envision it to be. If it's becoming something that's more of a chore than it is of a passion, you know? Um, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm phrasing that correctly. Um, no, I understand. Or what I you don't mean. know if I'm making sense, but that makes complete like, sense. Trust me. I know, but I just I know sometimes <laughs> I can say stuff and then I don't make sense. So very true. But I feel like yeah, that's that's pretty much my take on it. Okay, interesting, interesting. That's actually a very different take than what I've heard from a lot of people. Like most people, I've said that to in real life. That's interesting, Perry. Very interesting. So, hmm. Okay, let's let's talk about the Dream SMP a little bit. All right. Oh God. Oh. Okay. So. Oh wait, before that, I should ask this question because this actually kind of relates to what we were just talking about. I apologize. I'll come back to that in a second. Do you okay. want to be a published myself. author one day? Oh my god, my dream, my passion, my love, my beloved. I would love to be a published author one day. Really? Okay, interesting, interesting. That was that's been like my dream since I was like <laughs> in 4th grade. And do you but think you're going t- to pursue that? Yeah, I hope I will. Um I don't I don't know. I try to be optimistic about it because I feel like having a good mindset tends to get you places and tends mm-hmm. to get you farther than what you would have if you had a pessimistic or realist take on it. And obviously you have to keep in mind like the reality of the world stuff. But I feel like having a good mindset on your goals really helps you get there and helps you motivate to get you there. So I hope, I hope that I can get there and i and i will get there my my the one thing i want to do before i die is i want to publish a book don't care if it's the worst 
um, thing. Nobody reads it. I don't get any money off of it. I wasted money publishing it. I want to have a published book before I die. Okay. So, um, yeah, I do want to be a published author. And I don't know if that's going to be my job, but I would love to be one. Um, and I hope that is my job when I'm older. Um, I do have a backup. I do have a backup job, which is probably teaching English at high school or uh, being a teacher or being something that like a public service worker of some kind. Okay, interesting, um, interesting. So, let me ask you this. Let's say, well, actually, so the Dream SMP, it's not like oh, God. necessarily a published like copyright work. It's not like a series of books or a movie or something. It's just a bunch of people on a Minecraft server. And even like, it's a <laughs> Minecraft server, you know? Minecraft is a, is a copyright thing. What are they going to do? Like, copyright their Minecraft server? Let's say... Tomorrow, Dream was taken on Twitter announces. The no. Dream SMP is public domain. You can do whatever you want with your works based off the Dream SMP. What are you doing, B? Publishing it. Publishing it immediately. <laughs> 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 I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I you have just like... defied everything you have just said. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. um... <laughs> Man's no, got dollar signs in their eyes. <laughs> I got dollar signs. I am a capitalist. A capitalist whore. Anyway. Um, no, um, if it was public domain, I feel like that would be really funny if I were to publish it. But I'm not really sure, so I mean, there's no point in publishing it. Um, if it got big enough, maybe yeah. But I'd probably really? waste money doing it. Yeah, that's um, actually probably true. I also have the fear of like creators themselves reading it. Like, that's my one fear. It's like, I don't want you to read it, please. Please never read it, please. I'll cry. Oh my gosh, that actually goes so perfectly into my next question. So, oh who's your favorite Dream SMP character? Oh, you can't. No, don't ask me that. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not favorite creator. Not, not favorite character necessarily, but favorite content creator. Like, as a person, uh, not as a character. My, like, like, I can give you my character. It's just, I, I was making a joke about me getting crucified. Well, but... give me both. Give me both. I don't <laughs> okay, care. Come on, kill okay. them. Favorite, me. favorite content Crucifixion creator. Crucifixion time. Everybody get your general. torches. Oh my god, please. Please, <laughs> please, Parvivore. Anyways. Um, um, my favorite content creator uh, in general that that either, like, I watched before or I found during watching the, S the SMP. Uh, I have a couple. I like Phil. Um, I like Wilbur. Uh, Tommy's cool. I like Jack. Jack's hilarious. And... Mm, Quackity. Oh my god, I, I love Quackity. He does not post <laughs> enough, but he's so good. Um, love him. I'm a big fan of his lore. It's so good. It's so it's, well made. His editing so is amazing. It's... it's like watching a movie, man. No, I know it is. But yeah, those are like a couple of them that I really like as like content creators and stuff. Because they put out really good stuff. Um. Okay, I think. And uh, I really and I and I really love like every content creator on that server. Really, it's just like those are the main ones I watch because I I don't know why, but they just appeal to my sense of like humor and the their editing on their videos or, mm -hmm. or stuff or like the vibes on their streams are really nice. So I get you. I get you. I honestly feel the same way. Those are pretty much my favorites too. I'm a big fan of all the people you mentioned. Like I watch their streams all the time. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then favorite character? 
Ooh, this is hard. Um, <laughs> because I have my characters that I write for my story. Like, those aren't the characters in canon. So originally, <laughs> I was gonna. Originally, I I, I I joked about being a reviver uh fan, and then there was a whole stream, and I was like, you know what? Fuck reviver. <laughs> so <laughs> no. Are you talking about honestly, the one where he uh, went around and said sorry to everyone? Oh my god, I fucking hate him. Anyways, Gaslight Gatekeep, <laughs> Robots. My, that's, that's my icon. That, that's my boy. That's my, that's my president. Um, anyways. No, I honestly really like Wilbur as a character. He was really interesting to watch, and I'm interested to see what he does. Ghostbur. Oh god. I, I cried. I cried. I'm, I, I'm not even gonna... Please I'm not don't even make me cry. Don't break it. it back up. I, I, yeah, we're not even... We're gonna... No, he's completely fine. He His... His whole, whole little afterlife is in the Origins SMP. And yeah, that yeah, is, he's in the Origins SMP. He definitely is. Wilbur so did not did not go on Reddit and say and say that Ghostbear is in Purgatory, not with friend, just watching a screen where text scrolls by, saying what everyone is currently doing. He's definitely not currently scared, wondering why Tommy left him there, and he definitely hasn't already been there for years of time in his own view, and he definitely won't be there yes. for many many years of time going forward and he definitely will not never see the light of day again and he definitely will not live a hopeless eternal eternal existence in that train station oh he lives in the origins smp and that's where we're gonna leave it and i'm not gonna think about what you just said anyways um anyways i really liked um i really i like ghost um i liked ghost Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> I'm a really big fan of, like, really enjoy Fundy. You know what? No. Erase what I just said about fucking Wilbur. I love Fundy. Really? I love Fundy. All the char- I, li- I love a lot of the characters, but, like, Specifically, the ones I can relate to are the ones that I usually are like, oh, yeah, that's my character. I fucking love Fundy. Okay, oh my God. so how do you I relate cried. to Fundy? His, um, his one stream he had, where he, it was like the dream one, where he has premonitions and whatnot. Um, there was a point in the stream, it was around the end, and I just, I burst out crying. It was, like, he's relatable in such a weird way in the lore, and you wouldn't think so, but... It's just like uh, he's just such a, a fascinating character, and I'm and I'm really excited because in chapter seven I get to really look at his character more than I have been uh, when I've like in the previous chapters. Really? Because I've really I've I've hinted at it a lot, and I've I actually went into it just a wee bit in um, chapter six. I didn't go into it fully, but I went into it just a little bit. Um, but I'm going to get more into his character in Chapter 7. Okay, um, interesting. And that, I, I know you have a little sneak peek for us coming up soon. I don't want to get to that quite yet, but just saying. Oh, no, never. You guys should be a but little bit excited love, for that. Make no, sure I love Fundy as a character. He's so... He's just lovely, and I love him as a character. He's interesting. He's... I don't know. I don't even know how to describe him. I just really like his character. Um, yeah. Um, I think everyone on that SMP is a really interesting character. However, if I ever meet a um, 
I, I I'm sorry, but if there are any techno Philza Sam, well, again, canon, 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 canon <laughs> characters, canon character, techno Phil Sam Dream. All those four. If I ever meet an apologist, I'm going to sh put glass in your food. <laughs> joking, joking. I'm joking. Jeez, I'm joking. Jeez, I'm joking. 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 You can have your opinions. I. You can have your opinions. All right. All right. It's just your opinions are wrong. <laughs> well, that's an awesome dude, apologist. Um. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> okay. 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 I already argued. I've you have. All right, all right, all right, all right. Look, I'm gonna won. mute you. I'm sorry, I'm gonna won. mute you. <laughs> you, all right, whatever. I don't want to hear it out of you. It ended in a draw, and you know that. All right, look, we're not here to discuss the dream SMP. We're here to discuss your fan fiction and your fan fiction writing. Screw off. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you are so. You are such a weird man. And all right, why am I all right. Yeah, shush. Whatever. Look, man. He may have cut <laughs> off someone's arm, but it was out of love. Okay. Um, anyways. I hate you. I literally hate you. Love right. is dead. Look, look. Love is dead. <laughs> look, okay. B. Just now, Wilbur Sud has tweeted out a tweet saying that your story is, quote, pretty cool. And they added Wait, you in actually? it. Wait, actually? Wait, what? what? No, what? no, no, what? no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not actually just happened. Theoretical situation. Uh, this is completely the hypothetical. Let's say this hypothetically happened. Oh, I'm so sorry if I had said if that had Okay, look, B, if that had actually happened, I would probably be like screaming right now. Let me go check. Let's see if it did happen. Let's see if it did. Nope. No, it didn't. Nope, it hasn't. Probably never will. But let's say hypothetically it did. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to be mean. It's okay, it's okay. Okay, let's say hypothetically it did though. How would you react to that? How would you feel about that? I would be laughing, and then I pr proceed to delete the entire thing. <laughs> 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 just be gone. Nope. No more. That's <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I feel like if that happened, I'd be like, shit. Hi, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Thanks. Like, I'd probably be really embarrassed, but it would be really cool. Would yeah, you ever so want I... one of them to read your work? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely I not. I will. I literally left a um, warning. I didn't leave a warning. No, I left a thing at the beginning of my first chapter um, that said, "If you're a content creator who plays on the Dream SMP and you're reading this, no, you're not." Like, <laughs> like I, I, I really like. It's not that I don't. I don't want them to. I guess it's because I feel like there's a there's a divide in the fandom between the content creators and the fanfiction writers because really uh, I don't not not like a bad divide. It's just like a you know a divide that's healthy. I guess mm -hmm. like uh, nothing uh, bad or anything. I get what you're saying. Like it's important to have a divide between you know these like real people with real lives who are just making this content it's just like it's their job to do this to make this content it's just yeah, their art form obviously like being obsessed so, with them I... isn't a good thing and they don't oh, want to yeah. get too involved to the point where they like invite this uh, obsession or like crazy fans you know yeah obviously and i feel like um and again if that did happen um then obviously they thought it was good i feel like yeah, I guess if it did happen, then that, that was of their own accord. Mm -hmm. I would not want them to do it. I would like it if it was to happen. Cool. It happened. I almost, I will almost probably delete the entire thing, but thank you for giving <laughs> me your praise. Like, 
awesome. So I'm starstruck. Thank you. Um, right, right. That actually like, you know, people like uh, an especially animators out there like sadist. You know, Im imagine what it's like for them. Like, geez, man, getting so much recognition from these people that you look up to so much. Must be insane. Oh my gosh, I love Sadist. Um, Sadist Same. did a lot of Hollow Knight stuff, and I actually went back and watched it. Me and, too. I, I love Hollow Knight I, stuff. I love, I love, I love watching Hollow Knight and playing it as well. <laughs> I, I, I'm bad at it. I'm horrible. Um, but it's one of my favorite it, games. I, I, I love their animation style and stuff. So it's, I love them for that. You know, good for them. Love them to death. I don't remember what their pronouns are, so I'm just gonna do the they them thing that I do usually. <laughs> but um. Yeah, love their stuff. Um, very glad for them. They got recognized as they should uh, for their stuff, um, and I'm glad they're you know getting recognition because I feel like animators are like, oh my god, I feel so bad for them because YouTube is so hard. That's completely people true. who don't make who don't make content that is over eight minutes. They changed the policies, but. Um, yeah, that's really yeah, It's tough. just so hard Especially for like based around animators to like... Exactly, and you know, it's hard to make money off of that as well. Um, so I'm glad uh, they're getting recognition for their work and stuff, especially when they're completely deserving of it. So here's a question then. You're saying like these animators, it's good for them to make money off of their work, even though it's derived from like the Dream SMP. Well, how do you feel that's like different from making a fan fiction? Uh, can you say the question one more time? How do you feel that, like, making an animation is different from writing a fan fiction in, like, how, how, like, um, uh, I don't know how to say this. You know, like, how you say with writing a fan fiction, it's, uh, since it's derived from another work, you wouldn't, like, want to make money off of it personally. However, with animation, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. How well, so? I don't feel like it's different, but you're able to... I feel like animation, it takes just as much as work, if not a little bit more work. Uh, not time... Actually, no. It, it takes just as much work as it does with fanfiction, but I feel like it's different from fanfiction in the way that animation is just... Oh my god, it's so hard to get right and stuff. And again... Mm -hmm. um. If you want to monetize your own work, that is your own decision, and I support you, because you know what? Love you for that. Get that bank. But I feel like it's kind of the... It's one and the same with, like, animations from uh, pre-existing works of fiction um, stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, same... My same point that I made earlier with, like, monetization on uh, fan fiction and whatnot, okay. I guess, Interesting. could be applied here. Because I, I, I honestly don't think animation... It's too much different from fan fiction. It's just a different form of medium that you create from, and it's just as hard as writing is uh, for me, at least. Like that's that's really all I compare can compare animation to, personally, mm -hmm. is like how I write and whatnot. So I I have friends who are animators and artists and stuff, and you know they relate to me as well with saying like it it's a time consuming. Um, painful <laughs> like like it's sometimes it can be a painful process it's painful for my eyes and my brain and my fingers because i'm constantly trying to type stuff and it's painful for animators um and i'm not speaking for them i'm just saying from like how i've talked to some of my friends who are animators it's painful for them because their wrists can get locked up 
um, they're staring at a screen or they're staring at a piece of paper or, you know, there's so many things that can go wrong if they're doing, like, traditional art or, like, they're painting or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. so many things can go wrong in that when they can't do a full control art delete. Right, like, and, uh, and wrist injuries are, like, such a huge deal, too. You know? No, because then you lose your ability to be able to perform what you need to do because sometimes digital artists, that's like their only digital or traditional artists, like that's their only way they can make money sometimes is by doing that stuff. So when they get into wrist injury or they get a hand injury or something, then that's literally, it, it can literally threaten your livelihood. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really dark. That's like such a dark situation to be in. I couldn't imagine that. So horrible for all the people who've had to experience that. No. Sorry. What? Okay. Uh, interesting. So, I think at this portion, have I heard the the one song? Have you have have you heard the song? God rest you, merry gentlemen, by Pentatonics. Uh, yes. As has everyone else in the world. You know, actually, that, that's, there's a funny story about that. One time I was in band oh. just talking to people, and uh, and I was trying to say the name of that band, and I called them Plate Tectonics. <laughs> and nobody had <laughs> any idea what I was talking Plate. about. Until one of them was like, Pen- you mean Pentatonics? I was like, what are you talking about? Their name is Plate Tectonics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my favorite band, Plate Tectonics. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay. So, I'm going to ask now for all of those in chat. Looks like we actually have a fair amount of viewers. I appreciate you all. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry I haven't been reading chat. I don't won't really be doing those during these podcasts. Uh, do you guys have any questions you'd like to ask me? If you do, please ask them in the chat now. I'm going to start asking those. Uh, and while we wait for those to come in, let me ask you. Do you do you read any other fan fictions? And if so, which ones would you recommend? Oh my god, I'm getting my list out. I'm getting my list out. Give me oh, a no. minute. I oh, wasn't no. prepared. I have a list. Give me a minute. <laughs> Wait, can Give you just do like one or two, maybe? <laughs> like, just talk I'm about doing, them? I'm, I'm doing... Okay, I'm gonna do my top five. Give me a minute. Um, Fuck, I can't move any of them. Okay, hold on. I had to go to my, had to go to my incognito tab, because that's what I read them on. Because um, I don't want them in my freaking... Search history because then if my mom goes through my phone, she's gonna be like, "What is this?" And I'm gonna be like, "Mother, it's my fan fiction that I read." She'll be like, "What?" <laughs> um. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh... Okay. Before, as you're searching for that, I'll ask a the question from Sammy Sue Support. What's your favorite type of M M&M? and M? Oh God. Hmm. Oh wait, wait. Color wise. I think they. I, I think it, I that's what I thought at the, first, but the, like they're all the, the same. The, I think they definitely mean the, like, like flavor, you know, like the peanut M and M's or like the, the crunchy ones. I like they're the all original. Crunchy. I'm very much an original person. I don't like peanut flavored stuff. Not gonna lie, okay, I'm not a like peanut flavor. person. Really? Unless I like I like Reese's, but I don't like anything else that's like peanut flavored. Mm-hmm. Take notes, fan fiction writers. Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, my top. Fucking, uh, one, two, three, four, five, oh, oh, three, three wet, um, oh, hold on, I found it. Nice, nice. Okay, um, alright, so, uh, my top 
five right now that okay and i also have a list of stuff that i need to read uh so i'll probably have an updated list eventually uh but the ones right now that i'm currently reading uh, that i am really enjoying or that i have read and i have enjoyed um first one is uh gotta do them okay anyways um the first one is the lights go out my heart goes still by curse worm it's a it's a canon diverted version of like what happened to tommy after exile and like escaping and going to techno's house uh so that's that one my next one is the series called encompass by anonymous uh and the book and the first fic inside of that is called take this compass follow it home it's a it's a foster au uh fic that ha that deals with uh the sbi which is Sleepy Boys Incorporated, so Wilbur, Techno, Tommy, Phil, and Tubbo. Mm -hmm. um, and it deals a lot with mental health, and it's a such a good representation of ADHD and anxiety. And it's, like, it made me cry in science class. So, like, you can <laughs> you, you read it. It's so good. Um, that's that one. Don't laugh at me. I know you're laughing at me. Don't laugh at me. I am. Um, I am laughing at you. Shut up. Anyways. Um, <laughs> The next one is called Breathing's Just a Rhythm by Polly Pollykins. Um Kins with a Z on the end. Um it's it's a story about how Tommy Tubbo Schlatt and Dream are accidentally accidentally go back in time to the Manberg era. Um and they it's basically a different retelling of how it went down, but they went back in time, so they're dealing with everything that they had no after the fact. So, like, Tommy's exile had already happened in the alternate timeline, but since they went back in time, Tommy still has all that trauma, so Tubbo also has his trauma. Schlatt was dead, and now he's back, and he's... Oh, it's such a good story. <laughs> like, it's it's called Breathing's Just a Rhythm by Molly Pollykins. Love Love them to death. Love their story. Such a good Sounds character. Cool. I love Wilbur. Wilbur in that story, I used I I I, I took inspiration when I wrote um, Pogtopia Wilbur for one of my chapters. I took inspiration from their Wilbur and put it into my own, um, and changed it around a little bit. Um, You're really popular. Taking a character <laughs> from a from a character from a work that's interesting. Taking a character from a fan fiction that is a character from an already existing <laughs> work. Inception. Oh my god. Inception. Um, anyways, a really popular one, Tommy's unbeatable method of avoiding sudden death by in Enelli or whatever. It's E N E L I. Um kind of like a crack fic with uh superheroes. It's the SBI kind of, and then it's just it's such a funny ass. It's so funny. It makes me cr it, it cracks me up. Oh my gosh, it updated! Ah! <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. Oh, calm down, calm go? down, B. <laughs> Jeez, Wait, man. Go? What? No. <laughs> I'm not oh. done with you yet. Oh no, fuck. No, no, it's an angst chapter. I'm upset. Anyways, um, that's we have to. This podcast has to reach two hours. You still got 35 minutes left. I'm sorry. I'm joking. Anyways. I'm joking. It doesn't oh. have to reach two hours. We're almost done. We're almost done. Oh, it's a, it's an, it's an angst. It's an angst chapter, so I can wait for it. I don't want to ruin <laughs> my, I don't want to ruin my mental health right now. Um. Anyways.
Um, <laughs> and my last one is called the Dad Schlack Collection by Bop Goes the Weasel. Bop with like a B. Bop. Bop Goes the Weasel. It um it finished. Um, it finished in March, and it's twenty two. It's twenty three parts long. Um, they're all one shots, and it's it's Dad Schlatt, uh, because leave me alone, okay? <laughs> it's it's kind of it's uh it's angsty, no, but it's lovely, and I love it, and it's good, and it's great, and um, I hated the way it ended, um, because I thought it was gonna end differently, but no, I guess not. Um, I didn't get the ending I wanted, but <laughs> no, that's fine. It was the creator's choice. Um, right. I have my own. I have my own version of how it ended. Um, I just kind of I skip over the last two works in the in the series, but <laughs> yeah, it's called the Dad Schlack Collection by Bob Goes the Weasel. It's very good, and I love it. And I sometimes go back and I read it. It basically centers around uh, Schlatt and schlatt taking care of baby tubbo mm -hmm. and uh also quackity is in it as well sounds very uh, fucking not, not not romantic it's platonic he's just there helping out but uh very nice i love it very good Ooh, so okay. those are my recommendations cool cool or what i'm reading currently okay well it doesn't really look like chad has uh, many questions i think i've definitely gotten to uh i've exhausted what i all that i've had to ask you i guess uh let me just wrap this up with the final question well actually before that wait, 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 wait. do you have anything else Hold you want to say uh sorry you're good no worries i was looking at something all right uh i have anything i want to say yeah anything else you want to add any any other words you want to put into here that i haven't specifically prompted stop telling me i can't buy Plushies. What the heck? Be, you need to make better financial decisions. No, I make perfectly good financial decisions. This has nothing. Okay, no. Shush. Three. I am looking at your questions, and you are missing three of the deep ones. And I like the. I like those deep ones. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, I wasn't planning on asking every single one. I'm just going with the flow, man. All right, look, B. What of these questions do you want me to ask? Which of these three questions are you looking for me to ask? Um, hold on. Uh, looking through them. Uh, okay, there's a couple. <laughs> oh, this there's has become scuffed. Uh, <laughs> this is not scuffed. This is me just being interested in some of the questions you had. So there's like at least five. <laughs> um, Let's ask gonna... one more question, and then I have a final question to wrap this up for you. I'll let you choose oh your last God. question, though. You're you're letting the you're letting me the most indecisive person <laughs> choose the last question. Okay, you want me to choose uh, it? I bet I can dis I, no, I bet I can figure out which ones you're interested in. Uh, wait. Can we ask? Uh, I'm I'm begging you. Let me let let's do two more. Please. Two more. Oh my gosh. Okay, you can pick one of the personal deep ones you haven't asked, but I I want to talk about the first series I've ever wrote fan fiction for as oh. the second question. Oh shoot! You should talk about that. Go for it. Go for it. Tonk, I got the baby schlap plushie. I love it. It's okay, great. go on. Uh, podcast listeners, I apologize. You cannot see the Twitch chat. Uh, B was just asked which schlap plushie they got from YouTube's. But uh, go on with what the, with the question. Um, okay, no, you choose one of the personal deep ones you haven't asked me yet. Uh, and then I'll and then I'll answer the one I just talked about. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Well, uh, <laughs> in that case. B, who do you look up to, both like from a 
from an author perspective and just in general? Uh, author standpoint, I don't really have anyone, honestly. Um, I feel like a lot of stuff that I've just read over the years, I've just kind of had. Um, I've just kind of read mm -hmm. stuff and been like, yeah. Uh, Has anything ever like really inspired you to write? Anything you've read? really i feel like just when i was younger and i i read a lot of books from like fourth grade to seventh grade so i just kind of read stuff i would have said like when i was younger i probably really looked up to like people like aaron hunter and jk rowling no longer though i hate that woman that <laughs> creature that cretin wow jeez all right the twitter the twitter cretin of the world <laughs> woman what she no listen listen that woman okay is, oh my god hate her anyways um go. And anyways let's not go into a tangent so, about those that <laughs> please i don't i don't like that woman anyways um <laughs> but no i feel like just in a writing perspective i don't really have anybody i look up to there's definitely people's styles who i emulate or i try to emulate um, such as <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Stephen King, um, I emulate a lot of his style, I feel like, with, like, word, world building or whatnot, um, I definitely enjoy, um, looking at people, just different ways of writing, I guess. I enjoyed, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher his name, but Eliza, Eliza we, 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 Wessel, he's the guy who wrote <laughs> Night, I believe, I really enjoyed reading his book, his <laughs> style of writing was really good. Um, and Aldous Huxley as well, but I hated his book. What's your favorite <laughs> book? I absolutely despised his Wait a second, wait a second. You're saying him. you don't like Brave New World? I hated it. It was, Aww. no. That's actually it. disappointing. I love Brave New World. It was, no, favorite books. like, it was, okay, I'll give it this. It, it had good world building. It, it proposed some very good questions. However, um, no, absolutely not. I'm like 99% um, sure like you didn't even read the entirety of Brave New World. I, you can, you can shh, 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 shh. We don't <laughs> talk about how I wrote, how I, how I wrote a four page, six paragraph word essay in 45 minutes and then proceeded to present it to my English class. It, um, even though I, I, I definitely read the book, guys. Definitely <laughs> read the book. <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and then I got full points. And then I got full points. But anyways, um What's your favorite book? No, I didn't in that no, case? I didn't I'm curious. My favorite my favorite no, don't don't ask me that. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Just, I better have asked a, a ten favorite, minute question just book. now. Oh my gosh. No, no favorite book now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't read a lot, and so I could really only tell you, like, off the top of my head, like, one of my favorite book series is, like, Warrior Cats. Really? <laughs> Warrior like, Cats. Like, that's really all... Leave me alone, okay? That's why... I, I didn't even say head. anything. I just said Warrior Cats. <laughs> Making fun of me! <laughs> man of culture. Anyways. Oh, man. I am a man of culture. <laughs> Okay, what uh, you can go on and uh, answer the question. Oh, I'll I'll just ask it actually. So, what was the first series you ever wrote fan fiction for, and how was that experience? <laughs> oh. oh, you know the answer to this question, bud. Unfortunately, I do. <laughs> you unfortunately do know the answer to this. 
so um, I, in the very beginning of the podcast, I mentioned how I had a holy trinity of uh, fandoms or pieces of work that I wrote for, and one of those was being the 2015 King of Video Games Undertale. Yes, I that was my first fan fiction series that I wrote for. It was on Wattpad before it got monetized. Oh, I thought I thought the Trek to Come Human was actually yes, your first. It had a Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, Anyways. okay, go on, go on. <laughs> um, yes, it did have a self-insert character. Yes, I did make myself the main love interest. I was 12. Oh. Something. I don't even know. I was 12, I think. Um, 12 or 13, so I was at that stage. I was prepubescent, and I was little, little tiny in love with big uh, underswap papyrus, so y'all can leave me alone for that. Um, <laughs> we'll say oh, it. my I God. Would, I, I, I would say it with my full chest. Yes, I. Yes, I. I made a self-insert character, and yes, you can no longer find the series. I actually, I made, um, I made that series, and then I made a spin-off series for Underfell because I really like Underfell um, mm-hmm. as an AU. Um, but I was in that fandom for God knows how long. Um, I still really enjoy the game. I'm not in the fandom anymore, but I love the. I love this. Um, I love the game. It's itself, and I play it a lot mm-hmm. uh, whenever I have free time, if I want to be nostalgic. But um, yeah, that was like the first series I published fan fiction for. And it was on question. iPad. You can no longer find. <laughs> I you can't find it because I deleted my account that had it on the that had it on the account. So no, you cannot go find it. I'm not telling you what it was. I'm not telling you what my old account name was. I'm not telling you what it was <laughs> called. But the gist of it was, it was very much a self-insert. Uh, character fanfiction, but it had a storyline. It had a storyline. Um, I really liked it. Although it was very Mary Sue and... Oh god, I... Everything that you can think of that's like a bad fanfiction trope, yeah, I probably had it in there. I mean, you gotta start somewhere, Blue man. Orbs, you gotta start somewhere. The, blo- the, the silver orbs of her face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I, I can't even... I'm so I'm so, so happy I've evolved past that state. It's evo- evolution is nice. Brain. I have to agree. Unfortunately, evolution is very nice, my guy. Unfortunately, unlike okay. you, you can still find all of my writing, all of my Undertale fan oh, fiction yeah, online. Just... You never will. You never will. Search as <laughs> much as you'd like, but you will never find it. You won't. I I will make sure you don't. It... And you know what? John, John... It was banging. It was. I went back and I read some of it, and I gotta be honest. <laughs> It was kind of banging. All right, I had some Sean cool ideas. Told me, Sean, t- <laughs> Sean told me because one time I was like, because we were talking about it one time, uh, way back uh, last year when when we first started like really becoming friends, and um, we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh, you should send it to me. We can read it. And he was like, no, I'm, no. And this was back <laughs> when he was like going to like revise some of my stuff. Uh, that I had already been writing, and I said, "Oh, I'm gonna go find it, haha!" And he said, "If you do, I'm never speaking to you again." And so he threatened me. <laughs> so yeah, guys, go find it for me and then send it to me. So that no. I can read no, 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 I'm going to B's house. I'm gonna put. Aww. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break into their. Break all their windows, uh, and I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to delete their fanfiction. I'm 
going just joking. to slay you with my sword before you get anywhere near my computer. <laughs> I don't doubt that actually. See I will you break later, your windows though. I will break you your windows. A, I you I can I I will see you from a mile coming. You are so goddamn tall. <laughs> you might see me, but will like, you, you be fast not... enough to stop me? That is a question. Yes, I am small. I got long and I legs. Mighty. I got long legs. So, I yes, take I one know. step and I'm like ten feet forward. Trust me. My stride, it's incredible, <laughs> okay, it's incredible. Okay. Massive. Alright, alright. Let's but this is this has devolved so much. Oh my gosh. Have we been going for a long time? I love it. I this love has been, it. I have to say this so uh great. this episode has gone on a lot longer than I expected it would. I think in the past these episodes would definitely be a lot shorter. However, I really hope you guys have all enjoyed listening. B, just to wrap everything up, let me ask you, what is your final advice for like writers in general? Fan fiction writers, yes, but also just writers in general. Do it. Stop think. Stop comparing yourselves. I had a conversation with one of my artist friends about this. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Okay, it does you no good. You need you. You will. You'll get better. Okay. Like, it takes time to get better. It takes a lot of time, and you're not gonna instantly be good at something just because you put forty-five minutes of effort into it. The first mm -hmm. piece of work is not going to be your last because you suck at it because you don't you don't suck at it you're just starting you know you're beginning your process and your path to becoming a better per be to becoming a better artist or becoming a better writer you know but you have to go through that rough period of like you know you have to critique yourself you know and you're gonna get better but just it you are going to put yourself into so much pain if you compare yourself um, that's how that I had to get past that my like personally with comparing myself to other things because I would see how much like attention this one thing was getting or like how much attention this one fan fan, fic, fan fiction was getting and I'd be like oh well I'm not as good as this person um what but even though I have a really good idea why are they getting more attention than I am you know it's just a thing of not everything's gonna be a success you have it's gonna take time it's gonna take effort but eventually you'll get there and i believe in you <laughs> do it but stop comparing yourself <laughs> okay. stop it. i i have to hit say you. comparing I'll yourself you that is head. a that's a dark tunnel to go down okay actual last question though let's say somebody in this chat right now and who's watching this podcast who's listening to this podcast they want to start writing fan fiction right now, but they don't know how to do it, where to do it, like what to use to do it. What would you recommend? What programs and uh, where should they upload it? Google Docs, AO3, if you know how to use it, stuff. Um, I don't recommend Wattpad, but if that's your only option, Wattpad, use Google Docs to write it, then copy paste it, edit it a little bit. Um, unless you want to use like wattpad or ao3's methods of writing it then that's fine i just personally use google docs because it's a lot easier for my brain to process mm -hmm. um and you should also you start have writing... like other people look over it too i highly recommend that and google docs is great oh for yeah that always yeah if you can yeah if you can't have somebody look it over have somebody look it over have somebody look it over and have like critiques and stuff and also don't take criticism to heart i used to do that when shane start first started uh critiquing my work and it it gets better. Don't don't take everything to heart. It it doesn't mean they hate your thing or they think it's bad. You just you, you're improving. 
and they're helping you improve. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. You're great. You're welcome. I didn't you. realize you took that to heart. I apologize for that. <laughs> I'm happy that no, I've been able to that was back Seriously, when... having a proofreader? No, Very no, helpful. no, no, no. That was... No, that was way back um, in 2020 when we were, when I first started talking to you. <laughs> nah, back in the Detroit I, Become Human days. Start... The freezer fic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The freezer fic. Oh, God. I love... <laughs> I, I, I would love to write for that more. It's just I don't have motivation to, and I'm already writing for this series, and I kind of want to finish it. I this is going to be you. the series that I finish. So... I'm looking forward um, to But yeah, that. I eventually will go back to those. It's just that some stuff happened um, last year... And so I couldn't write for my one series due to that, due to some stuff happening in my personal life. Um, and then I just eventually I had started to lose interest in uh, Tripping Home Human again, just a little bit. Um, I still love mm -hmm. the game and I still love the fandom. It's just like I've become distant from it again because I've been getting into the Dream SVP more. All right, that's fair. So... so Last thing, I almost forgot, almost forgot, but I think I'd be disappointing a lot of people in chat if I did. Something that I, I think a lot of you have come here for. B, would you please present us with that little sneak peek of Chapter 7 you were talking about? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't really have anything to sneak peek for you. However, I do would I would love to talk about it just a little bit, um, or talk about Chapter 6 and a, and a few of the things, little things hinted at. In the uh, in the chapter, if you don't mind. Go for it. Go for it, please. Go go for it. Okay. Stage is all um, yours. So, thank you. So, um, very end. You. I'm just gonna say for people who are in chat right now who read the um, it's the Dead the Harbor Level Scourges. Um, pay attention. Pay attention. Just a little bit. I know people have already guessed a few things. Um. I know people have already been speculating in uh, in the comments of that. And again, I respond to comments on AO3. I should go check out some of my comments I've made. Because um, sometimes I'm like, thank you. and Or other times I'm like vaguely hinting at uh, little sneak peeks. But I think, um, pay attention to what I write. Because <laughs> most of the time I write stuff that is meaningful and impactful. And... Um, does impact the story, or I'm hinting at something deeper. Um, what is it? Oh, I actually can give you guys a little bit more evidence, and then I'm going to talk about Chapter 7 here in a second. Oh, um, okay. Um, fuck, where is it? No! No! Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, so it's... Okay, I, I can kind of remember it. Uh, wait, 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 I can remember it, I can remember it. Okay, so going back... Okay, I gotta go on my- I gotta go on my Discord DMs real quick. <laughs> okay, hold on, I got this, I got this. Alright, um... Uh, I gotta scroll up on my one Discord DM! <laughs> Cause there was this one person who DM'd me, and they were asking a question about the end of Chapter 5. And I was like, oh yeah, kind of, uh... Oh, there we go. Okay, here it is. Um... There was some text at the end of chapter 5, and it was enchantment table stuff. So I'm going to read that out, and I'm going to say what it said in case anybody in chat uh, didn't get to translate it. It is, um, 
here it is, my dramatic reading of it. I, I'm not good at reading, by the way. Just leave me alone. All right. Um, <laughs> the writer's bad at reading, everybody. Echo. Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! Oh, my God. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, so here's the translated version of uh, the text at the, at the end of Chapter 5. Um, or Chapter – which chapter? It was Chapter 5. Okay. Here's the, here's the direct translation of what was at the end of Chapter 5. All right. Well – a voice echoed against the obsidian walls. This will be the most entertainment I've had in eons. Let the games begin, friends. So that was the direct translation of what happened with the end of chapter five. Was that like uh, written in a different language? Take... I haven't quite gotten there yet. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it, it was in enchantment table. Oh okay. So okay. I I wrote it in enchantment table. Some people figured it out. Some people didn't. Thought I'd put it out there. But now going in, I'm gonna talk just a wee bit about chapter seven. Um, emotional ride? Yeah? Oh my god. It's gonna be a lot worse than you're thinking. Um, oh. I've warned a couple people. <laughs> like, like it's not bad as in it's gonna get like, oh, I can't have you down. No, it's just, prepare yourself. Get ready. I've been building up to this moment. <laughs> like, like, this is the one moment I've had in my head for the past, like, month. So I know exactly how it's going to go down. I know exactly how it's going to get written. And let me tell you, I have cried each time I've thought about it. I have cried. Makes me upset because I have to do it. Um, that's just me vaguely talking about it. Um, again, pay attention uh, to what I do in, in my writing. Um, look at my comments I sometimes respond with um, on my AO3 thing. Uh... And yeah, it's chapter seven. Um, emotional, emotional fucking roller coaster. Um, it's gonna have to do. It's gonna. It's gonna go into what I said earlier in the podcast uh, with talking about Fundy's character more. So uh, that chapter is gonna go into that. And then if you deduce enough with some of the clues I've left, uh, you can definitely tell. Who else is going to be involved in that chapter as well? And by that standpoint, you can kind of make a few guesses. But it's definitely going to be a lot different than you're thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, probably. Hopefully. I really hope it is. But that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm staying vague because if I say anything else, I'm going to spoil it and then I'm going to have to change it. But uh, yeah, be prepared. <laughs> Okay. Um, prepare your tissues, um, prepare your pitchforks and torches, and don't dox me, I guess. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> The next section of the like... podcast shall be the toxic section. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! Here is uh, Kenny Campbell's IP address in case you need it after the next chapter. <laughs> no! Okay. I'll cry. My one friend, my one friend who reads it, um, who is also on the Discord server, uh, we chat a lot about it, and last time she read it, I texted her, and I was like, hey, uh, scale from 1 to 10, are you gonna come over and, like, murder me? And she said, uh, yeah, murdering you, because she knows where I live. <laughs> she lives literally a few blocks away, so she could easily come over to my house, break in, and, like, murder me if she wanted to. But, uh, <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. <laughs> she could no, because she texts me. I'm like, uh, scale from 1 to 10, how much do you want to kill me after reading chapter 6? And she says, oh, you're getting a knife in the, you're getting a knife in the chest. And I said, okay, thank you. 
<laughs> so I'm expecting a ti- I'm expecting a chi- a tiny munchkin to come and get me because she's small and tiny and short. So that's also terrifying because I'm scared of short people. You're scared of short people. I am. I they're they're too they're too powerful. <laughs> no, I get that. As an extremely power. small person, I I can relate. I can relate. Okay. All right. Huh? Did you say no, coming can... from a small person or? No, co- as a tall person, I can relate to the fear. Good. Fear me. No, not you. You're not that small. You're yeah, average. No, no, I am short because. How no, tall are not. you? Actually, I am. I am. Um, I'm actually gonna lie about my height. I am the nationally average height for men. <laughs> I'm actually gonna lie about my height. <laughs> they say right before saying their height. No, okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Okay, so my actual height is like five eight or something. Last time I checked, but I I just say I'm five nine because then I'm sixty nine inches. You do. So- oh my gosh. All right. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. B, Candy Campies, it has been extremely fun to talk to you on this podcast. Wait, I... didn't you? Wait, wait, wait. One minute. Uh. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't you want to ask me where I got my name from? Oh, oh yeah, I did want to ask you where you got your name from. Yeah, yeah, where where does the name Candy Campies okay. come from? Um, It's actually an inside joke. Um, I did what's called um, Model UN. I'm not doxing myself by saying the first one. But I did something called Model UN, and basically... Um, it's like a debate thingy that you basically pick a country, mm-hmm. my, you pick a uh, problem from the country, and then you try to solve it. My school started doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Um, and so you go to like this big convention in Columbus. Fuck. I just doxed myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, look, oh God, B. So we all know you don't live in Columbus. It's a pretty big city. Stupid. It's a pretty big city, okay? Like, Columbus is, like, the city of Ohio, all right? It's not that big of a deal. It's like saying, I go to this convention in New York City. Oh, oh, no. I just doxed myself. (laughs) Nobody cares. You're good. You're good, B. You're good. Oh, oh, well. Well, I I (laughs) I doxed my state. Anyways, so. Who cares? uh, There are, like, 50 of them. There's this big convention whatever but yeah there's this big convention in columbus and so then i i went down there uh and i was like eighth grade um and our country was ireland and we had like these little debate rooms that we went in we debated with other countries and tried to see if we could get our uh our topic to like the big one which went in which was basically like you went into a big room and the top ones that were voted in got to present it to like the entire collective and mind you the there were at least like uh there were at least like 300 different groups there it was big there was a there's a multiple kids on each group uh so we're in this little room right and we're with the other countries i think it was uh i think it was india thailand italy and singapore i believe and we were island, and so Italy's up there, and they're talking about bees, all right? Because they're talking about conservation of bees, and they had said something. And mind you, I am eighth, I'm an eighth grader, and I'm stupid. Um, and my team uh, did not have me have a filter at all. They kind of just said, if you have a question, just look at us, and then you can stand up and ask it. But you had to ask it in a very specific way. So I proceed to stand up, because I had a question. I had a genuine question. So I proceed to stand up, 
and I go, this is a of Ireland. Um, I have a question. Is there a way that you know of to count bees? And the entire room goes silent, and they're just staring at me, and I realize how stupid I sound, like, <laughs> seconds after I say it, and so my entire face goes red. I'm staring dead-eyed at um, this one girl from the group, and we're just making eye contact. Everyone is so confused. I can feel my friend Hannah's anger just from from the side of my face. I can feel it just hitting me. She is mad at me because I've now made my entire team look stupid. And so um, the girl looks at me and she's like, um, no. And so I sit down and then my, my group leader, Bradley, uh, he wasn't the like group leader because we all were technically like a collaborative, but we all kind of just let him come group leader uh he looks at me because i'm sitting by him and he says aj love you talk to us before you ask any more questions and so they then banned <laughs> me from talking <laughs> so, I, that's, so that's where it came from and it kind of just became a whole inside joke um and it's just kind of become like my entire uh handle i guess and uh, it's also uh, stemmed my love for bees as well. I, I began to really like bees and really look into them. Stuff. So, um... Okay. Yeah, that's... It's basically just an inside joke. Big inside joke that I think is really funny. You had to be there when it happened, because I'm not explaining it in its full, beautiful, immaculate detail, <laughs> because it was both the funniest and the most that's ever happened to me. So... <laughs> Your voice actually cut that, out at it. like the end of that thought there. It just sounded like and the most that's ever happened to me. Could you repeat Embarrassing. that? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. That's not surprising. Uh, it was the most Yeah, it was the most funny. It was the funniest thing and also the most embarrass embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. That's actually really funny. I like your name. I honestly love the username a lot. Candy Count Bees. It's it's a very nice username. And bees are great. Thank you. I've also short Oh my gosh, I love bees, but I've also shortened it down to endless bees just because of like I don't know. But I I, I, I genuinely love can you count bees? That's always good. That's always yeah. And then everybody just calls me Bee because I like the bee. The name Bee is very nice. I like it. Mm -hmm. I go by other names, but like I love the name Bee. It's great. Okay. Because I'm very I'm very energetic and buzzing like a bee. That's true. You are constantly buzzing, incessantly. Very annoying. Right cats. in my ears. <laughs> Shut up! You oh. love me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right. Well, platonically, platonically, but yeah, anyways. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Platonically, yes, yes, yes. Um. All right, chat. Uh, everybody who's listening, thank you all so much for coming. That's where we're gonna end the podcast for today. Um. B. Be, before uh... we leave, before we end this, please, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter. Uh. I have two Twitters. Hold on. I have to make sure I'm not saying what my alt Twitter is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter at... Uh, it's taking nine years to load. Uh, okay, that's is it alt. Counted Bees? Alright, going to my actual account. Uh, Twitter... It's Counted Bees. Um, then you can find me on AO3 underneath Can You Count Bees? Uh... That's can underscore you underscore count underscore bees. And then, and that's pretty much all where I am at the moment. 
Okay, okay. So, chat, uh, everybody listening, all, all my listeners out there, they, I don't know if Spotify or, like, Apple mu- Apple uh, Podcasts have a description on every episode, but if they do, these will be down there. If you're watching on YouTube, these will definitely be on there. Links to everything I've just, I've just, uh, that B has just mentioned will be down there. And chat, I have just put both of those usernames in chat, if you're, li- if you're, uh, watching the stream right now. Um, real quickly, I want to plug my own stuff. I, uh, want to say, this was all streamed live on twitch.tv slash Saxum. Link is in the description. Um, if you're watching the YouTube video, it's in the description of this video. If you're listening to, um, the podcast on, like, Apple Podcasts or something, it's in the description of the whole thing. I would really love to see you guys live sometime. I'm going to try and make this sort of a weekly thing, but we'll see how it goes. B will be on the next episode as a guest host. And uh, how we're going to do this, essentially, every episode, whoever the previous guest is, will be a, yeah, like a previous guest that I'm interviewing is, will be the guest, uh, a guest host on the next podcast. So next podcast will be me and B.E. interviewing someone else. I'm not really sure who yet. I have a few people I'm thinking of reaching out to, but we'll see. And you guys will know if you, uh, if you follow and uh, check me out on Twitter, actually. You can find me at... Uh, Oh, shoot. Do I actually have my Twitter? Hold on a second. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, while he's looking for that... Oh, Hold on, let me pull up my Discord. You can find well, me there. While he's talking... Um... Actually, you know never mind, never mind, never mind. But while he is not talking... Can you let me talk? No, 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 no. Go on, go on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, this is cuffed. While, while he's not talking, let me tell you. I, I was just now informed about this. I had no idea I was going to be a guest host, but let's go! What? I did not tell I you not about pretty... this? I'm so no, sorry. I, was not I thought I had told you about this. So when, you, so when you're like, oh, you're going to be a guest host on my next podcast, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yay! <laughs> okay, well, chat, here's a link to my Discord. Go there and you'll find everything. Uh, and for those listening, you'll find all of my social links in the description, of course. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll that's where you'll get all my updates they every time i'm about to go live not about to go live every time i'm about to go live with this podcast every time i have a new guest and i'm planning out uh the podcast you'll see it there you'll know when it is you'll be able to come watch and uh yeah i'd really love it if you could come prepared with some questions i would really love to hear what you guys have to say and uh yeah please if you're watching this on twitch please leave me a follow um if you're watching this on YouTube, leave me a like and consider subscribing. If you're watching this on whatever else, leave me leave me a rating or whatever fits that system, whatever uh, whatever me, fits that media. Leave me a rating. Leave I me need a rating. To live. All right, look, please. I don't want to hear it you. This is my livelihood. This podcast is over. This, this is my livelihood. Please, 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 <laughs> leave me a livelihood. All right, this has been episode one of the Create Stuff podcast with Can You Camp Bees. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. And I hope that you're going to go out there and create some stuff.